Welcome back to the Luke Page podcast. In today's episode, I am catching up with Wave Wild. And when it comes to TikTok, uh, Wave is an absolute queen and master. And we're going to be talking how to grow on TikTok in 2023. Welcome to the Luke Page podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my life's vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. Um, I actually thought you were, I don't know why, but I thought you were from Australia originally. No. <laughs> I've Not never been to Australia. No, nope. I don't know why. Because I thought you were there's a there's a state um, called uh, well there's a, a city called Perth in Australia. I'm not too sure if you're aware of it. Western Australia, mm-hmm. and I thought you were from there. So I no I, no idea where I got that from. But uh, am, so where are you actually I from? Don't, I specifically? don't know. I am in uh, Toronto, Canada. That's where I'm based right now. I love to travel, yeah. but yes, I'm Canadian and based in Toronto. There you go. So you're not Australian. Well, no, there you never go, been hey? there. Would love to go. Uh, <laughs> I know I have lots of Australian followers. I, I connect with a lot of people over there. Yeah, yeah, that's no, a good place. Come over one day. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to Canada, yes. but definitely we'll get there one day. Um, well, guess what? You're um, you're all about TikTok, right? Uh huh. Um, and I really want to get you on because, like, you're really great at it. And a lot of um, in my audience, in particular, coaches. Other either using TikTok um, and they're struggling with it. I mean, us personally, we use TikTok and it's probably the one platform where we just can't figure it out. Um, or there's coaches where they like they they want to get over to it, but they just haven't made the shift yet. They're all on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe yeah. Facebook, but they just haven't made the shift. So I thought you'd be like a really great person to pick your brain about TikTok and kind of where it's at, where it's heading and just some tips and things like that. Um, you know, we're recording this right now on the uh, 20th and 19th in your case of December, 2022. Uh-huh. So we're at the end. <laughs> Woo! Uh-huh. So this one's going to be released in the new year. Um, so mm-hmm. if we can imagine that we're in 2023 right now, wave. Yes. <laughs> when it comes to TikTok, like where is the platform at right now and where do you see it heading over the next... 12 months because it's had huge changes since it you know began would you say for sure i would consider tiktok to be mainstream in that um you know there are a lot of people using the app i don't know specific australian stats but i know in in the u.s alone there's like 138 million users on tiktok uh there's all age demographics there now uh especially with millennials being the fastest growing age demographic on tiktok uh, so I would say, you know, we're, we're out of that early adopter phase. We, we are mainstream on TikTok. But if you're looking for, you know, specifically where TikTok is going in 2023, I know for a fact that they are pushing live streaming. So one thing on TikTok is I see a lot of people don't use all the features. They post videos and that's it. And if you look at Instagram, right, there's a lot of features on Instagrams. So you have your grid mm. posts, the stories, the reels, the IGTV, the, if that's even still a thing, I'm not sure, and, yep. and live streaming. On TikTok, you have three features. You have the videos that you're posting, you have TikTok stories, which is similar to Instagram stories, and you also have live streaming. Now, they're really, really pushing live streaming. One of the reasons, I think, is because For one, it helps to keep people on the app longer. And of course, that's what all these social media apps want to do is keep people on the app. And then the second thing is it really does help build community and build relationships. And this is good for both creators and business owners. I think it's the fastest way I've been able to build community and I get a lot of my clients to do it this way as well. Uh, but if you are new to live streaming, you, you don't have experience, you know, uh, with the Facebook live streaming, you haven't done that. It can be a little bit intimidating and a little bit different. For one thing on, on TikTok, the live streaming feature, it's not just for your followers. Remember on Instagram or if you're live streaming on, on 
Facebook or in a group, right? You're you're doing it to more of a warm audience. Uh, yeah. On TikTok, you can do it to both, right? Uh, strangers, people who don't know you, can come into your room as well as your followers. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just like trying to think of when I I haven't live streamed once on TikTok. When I scroll through, you definitely come across the people that are like live streaming. Like, you're like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> There's always something weird going on with the live streamers. Uh, yeah, um, there can be a lot of um, kind of weird stuff going on live streams. I won't lie about that. One thing I want to mention is you do need to have 1,000 followers on TikTok uh, and mm. be over age 18 to right. live stream. Uh, but gotcha. it can be really, really impactful for business owners. I recommend, you know, you start thinking about uh, having a regular schedule. This mm. was... Uh, you know, of course, consistency helps with everything in life. You know, everyone's like, be consistent. Uh, but if yeah. you can uh, pick a schedule, go at the same day, same time, whether that's weekly, you know, two times or three times a week, uh, and then really get people used to your live streaming shows, then you'll get more people showing up. And that's where you can really build the relationships and build that community. And of course, you can sell and you can be driving traffic. I find those two things really powerful on live streaming. Once you've been going on a regular basis and you have that community built so yeah that's one big big part of the platform they might also be doing it you know to compete with twitch or compete with youtube live streaming um a few you know a few other really popular live streaming platforms Mm, so okay so we got um we got the standard videos that everyone's doing Uh, we're live streaming what's the other way of posting uh that is tiktok stories So they're very similar to Instagram stories in that they only last 24 hours. Uh, They're only shown to your followers. So I consider that more of a warm audience. So they're really good for, you know, doing promotional content like you would on your Instagram stories. There is a few limitations with them. Uh, One thing is that you don't get any clickable links like you do on Instagram. So Mm -hmm. you do have to, you know, use stickers or, or say like, you know, go get it at link in bio, that type of language. And then the other thing is they're not really connected to your DMs like Instagram. So one of the things about TikTok uh, that is a little bit of... It's a little bit of a downside or or a con, I would say, is that their DM capabilities are not as robust as Instagram. So the whole, you know, Instagram DMs and and selling strategies and and closing sales in the DMs, all that kind of stuff, it doesn't really exist on TikTok because they're just Mm. not as robust. Uh, For one thing, you have to be following each other um, to be able to receive the DM. So you have to be mutuals. Uh, and then the other yep. thing is like, there's, there's no voice notes. There's you, you can send a video, like a TikTok video, but you can't send photos or other videos or, or anything like that. So yeah. uh, unfortunately that part of Instagram culture is not on TikTok. However, mm. you know, a lot of people use strategies to get people over to their Instagram DMs. Uh, mm. So that is possible. Have you heard anything from TikTok um, improving the DM experience? Cause I know Insta, have said the owners come out and said that you know where one thing we're really focusing on is improving our dms and making that even better um have you heard tiktok say anything like that i think it's possible i would really love to see more robust features in in 2023 um now one thing i think that might hold it back is just safety and and privacy concerns because there's a lot of focus on that on the app uh but maybe dms will be available for certain ages. Uh, However, a lot of people don't put their age in TikTok and that's a big mistake. Please, if you're listening, um, have your age in TikTok or whenever you set up your account, put your age in because there can be a lot of issues. Even if you look like, you know, you're 60 years old, still put your age in. (laughs) There's a lot of issues (laughs) with, uh, with that. People like get, you know, temporary bans on live streaming or or posting because TikTok thinks, I, I don't know, it thinks you're a child. They're like 10 years old. I'm 60 and I'm 10 and mm-hmm. I've seen all these cartoons <laughs> and I'm not allowed to say, darn it. <laughs> it's it's because there's so much AI built in TikTok and the AI mm. is not perfect. Uh, they, they make mistakes sometimes. Mm. How do you think TikTok's going to go with the rise of YouTube shorts? YouTube, obviously, you know, a lot mm. of these... 
or a lot of these other major platforms. They're, they're worried about TikTok. There's been, yeah. there's been talk. I saw the other day, um, I don't know if you heard of Elise Dharma. She was saying yeah. that, um, uh, that, and I've heard it before, just about how they're trying to or possibly looking at getting TikTok banned in the States. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on all that? Are you a little bit concerned and worried where TikTok and head and things like that? Do you think YouTube's going to try and take over? Do you think, yeah. are you like long on mm-hmm. TikTok? Do you think they're going to get through it and just reign over everyone? What's your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, I have so much to say about this. So first yeah. of all, <laughs> I do think YouTube Shorts is becoming a serious competitor with TikTok. Uh, mm-hmm. Now there's a lot of pros to YouTube Shorts that TikTok doesn't have. One of them, the biggest one that blows me away, blows my mind, is that in the comment section of your shorts, you can pin a comment and you can put a clickable link. You do not have that on Reels or on TikTok. So the power, right, to be able to pin a comment, to direct people to another video, to direct people to a sales page, like that's amazing. That's very exciting. Yeah, we don't have that on any other short form video uh, platform. Mm. Uh, You know, I know I'm in the shorts uh, YouTube creator community program. So I know how much money they are pouring into shorts and their creator communities. Uh, They're doing similar things that TikTok has done and they're pouring a lot of money into the in-app video editor. So they're mm-hmm. making, uh, adding a lot more features to make it more like TikTok and to make it more user-friendly, uh, to give it more uh, capabilities to do creative things. Like right now, it's a little bit limiting. I do make videos inside the Shorts app uh, because yep. I know that they're pushing original content and they're really, really wanting original content in the, from, made from the app. Mm. So I'm doing a lot of that over on Shorts. Back to the whole band side, I'm not concerned because for a few things. One thing is that ByteDance is over 60% owned by Western investment firms. Um, so I, I read an article at NBC News about this, uh, Sequoia Capital, BlackRock, and um, the other one called Fidelity. They own over 60% majority in ByteDance. They also are pouring a ton of money into lobbying. What's going on right now in the, in the U.S. with Marco Rubio uh, and his proposal to ban TikTok, I think is a bit more of a, a political play and it's more of a performative action. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not concerned with that. Also, TikTok continually says that all of their data is stored, all U.S. data and Canadian data as well, because it's now being talked about in Canada. Uh, yep. That's all stored in uh, U.S. Uh, US uh, uh, databases and in mm. Singapore. Uh, so anyways, if it gets to the point, uh, where it becomes more of an issue, I think there very quickly, there will be, uh, a reiteration of a U.S. version of TikTok. Mm-hmm. My only concern is the algorithm. We all know the algorithm on TikTok is the best algorithm compared to reels <laughs> and shorts. Like we have this inside joke, right? The TikTok algorithm knows you better than you know yourself. Like it is insane <laughs> how how it knows you. Whereas on Mm. shorts, um, I'm not a lover of the algorithm over there. I watched one video of like a, one of these roller coaster videos, like someone going on a roller coaster. And then Mm. it shows you more of these videos. And it's like, I just wanted to watch one. I don't want to watch all of them. And I watched by accident, one of these Mm -hmm. pimple popping videos. I hate pimple popping videos. They're the best. Oh no, I hate them. And then it started showing me so many of them. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I don't want to see all of them. I, I just watched one. Um, oh, yeah. And I've I talked about this with other YouTube creators. And they're like, yeah, I've noticed that too. Um, but TikTok knows you better. <laughs> it's mm. so good at being able to show you what you want and mixing up a little bit of, you know, other stuff uh, that you might be interested in. Yeah, it just, yeah. It's so good at that. So hopefully, um, I think that's, you know, if, if anything happens, they are going to continue to take, uh, you know, all the data into these U.S. Uh, data centers or some sort of reiteration um, mm. of a U.S.-based version of TikTok. Nice. Going to YouTube Shorts for a second. Do you know, um, do you know, you know how like you can have clickable links in your mm-hmm. description of the video? Do you have to have a certain amount of subscribers for those links to be clickable? Because I can't find... In shorts? 
No. In yeah, I I I can't get my links clickable, and I've like watched videos and stuff, oh. and they're just like the only thing I've found without directly saying it in my shorts. Yeah. So you write down no, the you just, know in the description. I just type in my sales page, and it, it it's a clickable link. Yeah, it's not um, clickable for me, and I'm like, what's going on? I wonder if but, it has uh, something to do with your region. Maybe. Maybe you know what it's like. I would try contacting um, the support. YouTube sh- support. Their, their support um, about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Give that a go. Um, I have less than a thousand subscribers on Shorts right now, and yep. yeah, no, I have the a clickable link in the comment yeah, right. section okay. of my I was, Shorts. I was thinking possibly you need one. What I saw is that for what I read, possibly you need a thousand subscribers. Um, but okay, I'll just check them. Hey, just want to quickly jump in here to tell you about this awesome new training that I put together. It's called the three steps to get to 10K a month as a coach. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making under 10K each month and you want to know how you can get there for yourself, how you can be doing 10K months, month after month, then you probably want to check out this really awesome training. I've kept it short, only goes for 14 minutes. You don't even need to opt in, so save your email for another spammer. To watch it, head to lukepage.com.au forward slash 10k i'm gonna pop that link in the show notes but anyway let's get back to the episode do you know um man i didn't have reels we didn't have reels for the first Uh, year to year and a half of instagram and it drove me nuts we only got reels like oh it was like we at australia i don't know we get everything late as and like all the amazing things you see people using all these things and like you just got to sit there and go damn it (laughs) <laughs> I know. Unfortunately, TikTok is a lot like that too. Their features yeah. get rolled out to different people, um, device type, different countries, and it, it's not mm. very consistent. But I do remember Reels took a long time. If it makes you feel any better, uh, yep. Reels has no monetization in Canada. So <laughs> that uh, really sucks as a business owner or content creator. We also don't have it for TikTok, but we do have it for shorts. Um, so it, it's good to know like, if you're what if you're available for what monetization programs on these uh, platforms. Yeah, right. So Reels are monetized, like they can monetize Reels now. The Instagram are paying yes. creators. Yeah, I didn't yes. know that. Yes, yeah. In the US, they, um, they get paid to post Reels. They get a bonuses and it's based on views. Also with Facebook yeah. as well. Oh, there you mm. go. Bloody, well, yeah. there's a word out there just had no idea. And then us, West, yeah. why do we, why are we ones getting the, you know, we're getting nothing. Short the Australians stick. and the, yeah, and the Canadians. I know. The Canadians. Um, okay, so let's jump back to TikTok now, hey? Yes. Yeah, sorry, we, we're getting <laughs> off on tangents sometimes. That's all right. I'm sure there's, I mean, a lot of people that, you know, are questioning, oh, well, yes, TikTok should I? I've been hearing a lot about YouTube shorts now, so it definitely is a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, how? Hmm. Okay. How about this? With TikTok, what do you think? Um, what was I asking before? I had the types. Are they doing like carousels on TikTok now? I think I've seen like you can flick. I've got it on my feed. Basically, you can flick photos and it has music in the background. Hmm, And I'm I'm actually controlling the flick. I thought it was a video at first, but I control um, the flick and then there's music in the background. Do you have that in Canada? I do not. I'm not sure what you're referring to. We do have um, what's called TikTok Now, which is a copy of the Be Real app which is where right. you can upload a, a photo or a short video um, of, you know, you have, I think, three minutes to, to post it of yep. what it's supposed to be like what you're doing now. It takes your uh, it takes a picture with or video of your front and your back camera at the same time. Mm. Um, we do have that feature. I'm not sure if you have that one, but it sounds sort of similar. Um, mm. you might, I don't know what you're talking about. Might be one of the templates, maybe. Within mm. the TikTok video editor, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, maybe it's just something that we've got. It's de- definitely it's a carousel, and they have it's just a carousel with music in the background. Wave, that's it. So huh. you can control the flicking. You can go back and forth, and then there's music playing in the background. So interesting. I would suspect that that type of uh, post wouldn't do very perform very well on TikTok, but they could be testing something and experimenting. Yeah. 
There you go. The, Australians, we we've got something. You got something there. <laughs> we've got yeah. something. Um, okay, so what do you think the um, what do you think like the most important things to focus on right now? You've got a coach that's trying to build their profile on TikTok. We want to get our views up. Um, we want more engagement. We want more people to come to our profile, everything like that. We want more followers. What's like some of the most important things obviously there's a million things but let's just worry like what's some of the most important things that we yeah. need to be focusing on uh, and maybe mm-hmm. if we can if you can think of something that is you know as we're in 2023 now maybe some, if you can notice something that might be slightly different to last year where we should be kind of focusing on it yeah okay so i have a, i have a few things to say about all of this so the first yeah. one is that I I think it's just really important for people to understand this. I teach like a content is king approach. And mm-hmm. I know it's not a new concept. A lot of people might believe in this. But what I mean by it is that a lot of people come to me and they are so hung up on what I call strategies. Like what time do you post? How many videos do you post? What sound do you use? Uh, which call to actions do you use? All, all the types of things that I consider strategies. Now, those are important and they are things that you should consider. However, I always say you want to focus on your message first. Focus on the content first because we know 100% that depending on how users engage with your video is how many views you will get. We know we need to get people to watch the videos, like, comment, share, and save. Those are our performance metrics. So we want to focus on what we are communicating to people, how it makes people feel, educating, uh, entertaining, all those things. So one way I explain that is I I reference the um, Dogface 208, the guy who went mega viral in 2020, 80 million views, over 80 million views on his video where he was skateboarding to Fleetwood Max and drinking the I was going to say, I know that dude. Yep. Yeah. No, he didn't go viral because he used hashtag FYP. He didn't go viral because uh, Fleetwood Mac was not trending at the time. Dreams, that song was not trending. He mm. went viral because people resonated with his video. So you need to get people to, you need to focus on the message. Then you can think about the strategies, all the little things that can help boost views. But we know 100% that if you can get people to watch your videos and engage with it, that is the biggest uh, uh, determinant in your the views that you get and your video performance. Uh, so with that said, you focusing that on that first, like all the little things. So it really comes down to content creation. And sometimes I feel like I'm like a content creation coach. Like I'm just teaching people. So much of what I teach is how to make short form videos. For Mm -hmm. instance, we all know probably by now that you need a hook at the beginning of your videos. But one thing we don't think about is that there are many different types of hooks. And when it comes to educational content, I call them title hooks. Uh, And you can use multiple hooks in a video. You don't need to just use one. Uh, So I go really, really deep into hooks, a little bit of a nerd about it. But when it comes to uh, educational videos, I recommend having a title hook. The whole point of your hook is to get people to stop scrolling and tell them what the video is about so they know if they want to watch it. I talk about it, I compare it just like a YouTube thumbnail, right? It's meant to get you to stop scrolling and tell you what the video is about so you know if you're going to want to watch that or not. Because Mm -hmm. on the For You page and the way it works is you need to get people to, that's a cold audience, right? For the most part, it is a cold audience. So you need to get people's attention and to stop and watch your video. You need to get on the right for you pages of your ideal client. Uh, So that is one thing. Really, really got to focus on the hooks. Uh, The other thing I would say is, so end your content, how you are formatting your content. Just Uh, before you get to, um, Mm -hmm. can I just ask about hook? When you say title hook, are you saying... uh, Either it's it's verbally saying, hey, this is basically what yeah. the video is about or as in actually having a written title or a combination of both. So very specifically for what I teach as a title hook, you say it at the beginning of your video and it's in text because it has more impact when you say it and it has text and it's more likely to get people to stop scrolling. So I do a lot of educational content. If you see my TikTok, uh, almost everything has a title hook. If it's like a, a talking head style of video where I'm delivering information. Yeah. 
if it's a trend, then no, I'm not gonna use a, a title hook. If it's, uh, I don't know, a transition or some other style of video, Mm -hmm. uh, then I wouldn't have a title hook. It's just one type of, of hooks, but a very, very common type for business owners, for coaches, uh, service-based providers, people who sell courses, that type of thing. Yeah, sweet. All right, sorry, you were jumping yeah. in the next point. <laughs> the second thing is trends. Now, I am known on TikTok as the queen of trend alerts. I the queen of trend! This whole trend alert movement <laughs> back in the day over two years ago um, that now dominates all of social media. But uh, there's a couple of things I have to say about trends. The first one is uh, I, mistakes I see is that people do too many trends. Like all of their videos are trends. Um, now, if you are a coach, you like a large part of your content is going to be educational. You know mm -hmm. that. We all know that because... You, it allows you to show up as the authority figure, builds trust, credibility. I mean, no one's going to hire me for TikTok help if I were to just make funny random videos or I danced around in my PJs all day, <laughs> right? So I got to do a lot of educational content, but you don't want, so you want to use trends. You just want to be strategic about them um, because, well, there's a number of reasons why you should use trends. The first one is relatability and personality. It gives you a chance to have fun and be creative on the app. Um, it does help grow your account and boost views because the culture of TikTok, there's a lot of this trending content and uh, a lot of these memes and, and funny jokes and, and sort of things. And then the last one, which people tend to not think about or use strategically very well, is that you can use it for lead gen and to make sales. Yeah, it just you have to think creatively about it. So yeah. trends can be over overwhelming because there's a lot of different types of trends on the app. Like there's challenges and duet trends and dance trends and lipstick trends. But for business owners, I always say you want to focus on what we call POV trends. These are very popular on the app. The reason is because they can be adapted to any niche. If you don't know what I'm talking about, a POV trend, they are, and they're all, they're also popular because they're so fast to make. They're the easiest type of content to make. Uh, they are five to eight seconds long, typically, and it's usually some sort of dialogue or lyrics that has a punchline. And once you listen to the sound, you get an idea of what the punchline is. Then all you have to do is take a few minutes, probably take you two minutes just to record some random footage of you lip syncing mm. that. And then you're going to use text that's going to relate or have some sort of joke that relates to the punchline. Okay. So I can give an example if, if you think that would be helpful. Let's give an example. Okay. So uh, I like to use a, a client of mine um, who, was, uh, who is a menopause educator. Uh, so a while ago, there was this popular sound. It was Taylor Swift uh, singing. I can't, I don't know what song it was, but she's just repeating, got nothing in my brain. Dun, yep. dun, 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 got nothing in my brain. And she shake repeats it. it like three or four dun, times. Dun, dun, oh, shake dun, it dun, off or dun, maybe. Dun, dun. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So people are taking that short clip. Um, and so the menopause educator said what it's like to be in perimenopause. And she listed symptoms like lack of motivation, lack of focus, brain fog, right? Because she has nothing in her brain. Like that's how it connects. Get it? Mm. So anybody can use that sound um, and make a, a joke about a time that they felt overwhelmed or anxious or confused or, um, and make it relatable to your target audience. Yep. So you don't. Um, and this, this can be very easy for coaches if you've, is if, if you've already had the experience that your target mm -hmm. audience has had. But for me, like, I'm not going to make a joke about what it's like to be a TikTok coach. I'll make a joke from the point of view of trying to grow my account mm, or like struggling yeah. to grow because that's where my followers, that's what they want from me. That's what they want to learn. And they want to get yeah. more followers and get more views, that type of thing. So mm. definitely... You want to leverage the trends. You just need to find the good ones and use them strategically. All right. So how do you actually <laughs> find the good ones? Okay. Well, I have Let's a Let's give me the next report. question yes. everyone's yeah. asking. <laughs> um, you want to sign up for my trend report? Obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I have a free trend report. I also have a, a paid one as well. But um, yeah, you can maybe you can include those links. But I also share you can find them just by scrolling on the app. It just takes a, a lot more time and energy. So mm. yeah, you can find trends by scrolling and seeing, um, looking for any patterns. Now, when it comes to a trend... Uh, 
I always define a trend as a sound that requires an action that you have to do something in the video because there's a lot of trending sounds and trending sounds, there's no, you just use them in your video. There's no, nothing that makes it a trend. There's nothing that you have to do in the trend because some trends, you know, it'll be the sound and then you have to, I don't know, walk funny or walk like a penguin. That's a part of the trend. Yep. Right. Okay. <laughs> so you want to look for patterns when you're scrolling. So an example is like uh, if I'm scrolling and I see someone reach their hand out and then a, a couple scrolls, I see another person reach the hand out. I'm like, oh, I haven't heard that sound before. I bet that's a trend. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you click on the sound. Um, on the little record that takes you to the sound page. It shows you how many videos have been made using that sound. If it's under 10,000, it's usually what we call an early trend. Uh, yeah. If it's over like, you know, 500,000, it's probably like too late. But what's more important is to look at the top videos that are listed there and what the date is of those videos. So when you click on the video, it shows you the date it was posted. Uh, mm. If it's within the past week, it's probably a, a good trend to try. If it's more than a week old, it's probably yeah not that popular. Or mm. it's, yeah, it's too old. How do trends start? <laughs> well, like apart here, from... so here's another thing. Yeah. Original content is also really, really important on the app. For one thing, trends start from original content. Uh, mm. So here's another example. So I always recommend and I teach all my clients to make original series as well. What I call an original series. This is a, a, a type of video that you post on a regular basis. And the whole idea with it is it's, it's to help you stand out and give people a reason to follow you. Uh, so here, kind of going off on a tangent. But are you okay? You, you disappeared. I'm back. So trends start as original content and it's important to make original content. Um, but, oh no, I lost my train of thought. Can you so, see me? Yeah, I can see you. Yeah, you can see me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was asking you about where to, um, how to trend start. And then you're saying about the, you know, they start from original content, someone creating something original. Well, of course, yes. A trend starts from original content. Someone creates an idea and makes a, a piece of content and then people start repeating that idea and doing it in their own niche. A lot of times they come from pop culture. Uh, example is uh, right now uh, in North America on Netflix, there is a TV show called Wednesday, a little spinoff from The Addams Family huge on TikTok, and it created like a viral dance and like everybody's mm. dressing up as wednesday everybody's doing the dance that she did in like episode two or three uh yeah. and so this is where these trends come from a lot of time it's pop culture a lot of yeah. times it's just um it comes from gen z for sure uh, mm. and it comes from memes uh as well uh i don't know if you remember the emotional baggage it was a meme where a guy was like, emotional baggage. That was a really yeah, bad yeah, <laughs> impersonation. But then, you yep. know, then what people do is they remix it with music and then it becomes like a trend and then people are, are saying in text what's what's giving them emotional baggage. Um, mm. So yeah, they come from memes, Gen Z, uh, pop culture, music, all, all that type of stuff. Or, and it just, for some people like, you know, the dude, the skateboarder guy with the drink and the juice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just have some random person where they don't even have an audience. They're not even really a content creator. They just pop the video up and it just goes bomb and it completely changes their life. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a big appeal of TikTok, right? Is this yeah. um, ability to go viral to get a lot of eyes on your content. Um, that's very important mm. for business owners. So uh, that's the main appeal of the app for sure. However, um, it's not the be all and end all if you're a business owner, because I actually teach yep. a community over virality approach. So instead of, um, focusing on going viral, you want to attract your, the ideal followers, which is just like all of other social media marketing tools. You want to attract the right people to your account. Uh, so cool. focusing more on that rather than doing something outrageous to go viral just for views and any type of follower. Mm, so that's, um, um, when it comes to the question is, hey, do I do I really stick to my niche or do I slightly broaden out a little bit? Because depending who you ask is the answer you'll get here. You'll get some people saying, hey, do a little bit of everything. Yeah, okay, your, your main message is niche, but 
it's okay to jump out and do some random stuff every now and then and other people will be like, no, everything's got to be niche specific. What's your opinion on it, Wave? Yeah, well, on TikTok, yes, you have to have a niche. And I mean, if you're a business owner, you're a coach, that is your niche, right? It doesn't yep. mean that you have to make the same type of video over and over again. There's a lot of different ways that you can communicate information. Uh, so I think that's where people get confused. So um, my niche is how to, you know, how to grow on TikTok. However, I make a variety of content, right? If you think about content pillars, well, no, mm -hmm. content uh, buckets, content categories, it's sometimes called, right? We have yep. different types of content. We use promotional content, educational content, the trending entertainment type of type of content, inspirational content. Yes, it all relates to my niche, but uh, I can make a variety of different types of videos. And the things I put on TikTok stories is going to be different than what I put in my regular content, because that's more of a warm audience. And that's what more of my, my community who sees that. Mm, okay, gotcha. What, um, if you, let's just say that you've got someone where they're posting videos and they just learn, no matter what they post, that just doesn't get past a, couple, a few hundred views. Mm -hmm. what, what suggestions would you give to, to someone where they yeah. just like can't just break through on this thing? Um, and I'll give you an example, like say our videos, like we just, we post our videos across all these different platforms. Um, uh, our videos will work on Reels, they'll work on YouTube Shorts, they don't work on, they don't work on, uh, they don't yeah. work on uh, TikTok, rarely. I mean, sometimes we have like a, ones that are okay, but in general, they suck on TikTok. So um, what would you well, say to someone yeah. where they're just like, they're trying to, you know, like they're, they're, they're just not performing on TikTok. Maybe they are performing on other platforms and they're getting better performance, but not work on TikTok. What would you suggest there? Sure. So this is how I learned TikTok. I did account reviews. I did hundreds and hundreds of them in the very beginning, looking at people's accounts to figure out why they were not, why the videos were not performing and coming up with strategies on why they could be better. Most of the time it's content based, which is why I teach the whole content is king strategy, which is why I focus so much on content. Um, now, one thing that it could be is I, I don't know what the length of your videos are, but this is very important on TikTok. Can, can you give mm. me an idea of the average length? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Okay. Mm. So, um, I mean, I haven't looked at your account. Uh, do you have over a thousand followers? Are you on the creator account? No, I got about 350. Okay. Um, are you on the business account? Do you have a link in the bio? Not on business account. Turn that okay, off. Okay, so you're on the you're on the creator <laughs> account. Okay. So first thing I would say is you want to focus on your content. So definitely okay, so if you're doing um, educational content, I'm just gonna assume that you are. I always yep. teach educational content as bite-sized nuggets of knowledge. They need to be short and concise and, and small and easy to snack on. Mm -hmm. So it is not long form content. You do not need to give the whole picture. And I often reference the five W's. So I, I see this mistake all the time. People are making up to a minute long videos. And in that video, they gave me the what, the why, where, when to use it, who should use it. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. that was a lot of information. This is mm. short form video. It's not long form. Just give me the what, and maybe the why, like yeah. maybe one to two of those things. I don't, I don't, you know, I can get more of that by following you and getting more of that information. Right. So, uh, you want to make your videos fairly short. If you are a small account and you're focused on growth, I recommend 15, se 15 seconds or less. Um, and this is where you have to learn the art of like educating through POVs or educating through, um, you can, yes, you can do talking heads, but I recommend scripting your videos to keep them short and to look at the language that you're using and finding mm -hmm. other ways that you can give more information you can be putting uh if you have a lot to say make a video with music and text and video clips because that will be shorter than a talking head because people read faster than you can speak yeah so that's just one way to make your video shorter but uh so what i would do is go look at the watch time uh, and see how long people are um watching your videos i've done this with mm -hmm. a ton of clients they've come to me and they're like 
uh, making 45 second videos. We look at their watch time and people are watching their videos like on average at 20 seconds. And I'm like, 20 seconds is amazing watch time. I can't get 20 mm. seconds on my account. It's like, I make all 15 seconds or less, mostly 12 seconds or less. And yep. uh, yeah, and what we do is we just make the videos like 30 seconds or 25 seconds. Mm. And the views increase, more views equals more visibility, more chance to grow a following. So even when we just do that one small thing, mm. uh, you can get more, more views on your videos. So I would say, you know, make them shorter than 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. uh, now, people get upset at me sometimes. They're like, well, I make long videos and I do awesome. I'm like, okay, great, <laughs> do that. There yeah. are certain niches where you can make long videos and it works. If you are doing recipes, uh, if you're like a nutrition coach and you're doing recipes um, and stuff, you can make long videos, one minute. People will watch that type of stuff. They Storytelling, people will watch. Uh, we're we're hard, hardwired for stories. People forget about, you know, they get involved in the video and the story. Um, you can get people to watch longer, uh, you know, so, it, it, but if people are not watching your videos, then try making them shorter. So that could be mm. one thing. I also don't, um, I'm not sure about your consistency. Consistency is very important on TikTok. Mm -hmm. um, now I'm not saying you have to post multiple times a day, uh, but the app does reward users who are posting on a regular basis. So I would say, you know, if you're focused on growth, a minimum of two times a day, Mm -hmm. But you could also post once a day. Um, I'm not, I don't teach like posting 10 or 20 times a day. I don't think that's sustainable for business owners. I <laughs> teach quality over quantity. Um, most people who teach quantity are going for like a lottery approach, right? Or like you're just yeah. gambling, you're just playing the slots, waiting for yeah. something to hit to bring you followers. When you're a business, you want to attract the right people, people who are like are going to be potential customers, right? So Mm. Growth sometimes might feel a little bit slower. Uh, yeah, so those could be some things. Um, and then, I don't know, maybe it's the content is just not juicy enough. It's not valuable mm. enough. Uh, I would also check your analytics. Um, remember, uh, TikTok is a geo-focused app. Uh, if you are in Switzerland and you're trying to reach an American audience, good luck. You know, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's going to push it out to your local audience first. That's just the way the app works with the algorithm. As okay. your videos get more views and more engagement, it shows it to a wider audience. So if you look at viral videos, or if you have viral videos in your own analytics, you'll see all the different countries you hit. Uh, but yeah, so um, that in that case, right, it can be a little tough for some people. Um, I know there's a, lo a lot of people in Australia want to hit uh, a North American audience. Um, now, you might be able to of, of hit some people, get some followers over there from, you know, people who follow you on other social media, that type of thing. But the best way to to do that and really the only way that you can hit um, another country is by using a SIM card of that country. So yeah, okay. this has worked every single time with clients. Um, I had a client in Dubai who wanted to hit Canada again, Switzerland who wanted to hit Russia, um, a client in Lebanon who wanted to hit Europe and the UK. Yeah. Right. Okay. So mm -hmm. um, is the most important thing watch time? So yes. ultimately now, is it watch time in percentage of the video or just seconds? So just so I make that clear, you've got a, a minute long video yeah. Uh, let's just say percentage of that is thirty is uh, thirty seconds. So fifty percent watch time is thirty seconds, compared to you've got a video that's thirty five seconds and someone watches it thirty seconds. That's going to be like ninety five percent watch time, right? Mm -hmm. Is it a is the a percentage watch time or is it a, like a, a number of seconds watch time? Mm -hmm. Does that make okay, sense? So yeah, for sure. So. First thing is, yes, watch time is the most important metric for video performance. TikTok has publicly stated that. All the other things are important too, likes, comments, uh, shares, and saves. However, watch time is the most important. Um, so very generally, I would say you want to look at your average watch time. That is in your metrics. 
-hmm. Look at your average watch time uh, to see how long people are watching. There are a few watch time metrics in your analytics. We also have retention and percent. Um, But to keep it simple, look at your average watch time. You just need to know how many people on average are like, sorry, how much on average people are watching your videos. However, I will explain a concept called watch time percentage that is not exactly, it's not in your analytics, but it's a, it's an important concept to think about with short form video. So here's the way I explain it. If you make a video that is 45 seconds and you get people to watch it, you know, 35 seconds, an average watch time of 35 out of 45, that video is going to get more push, right? Because it's keeping people on the app longer. Mm-hmm. Now, it's going to get more push than a video that is 10 seconds out of 10 seconds. Yeah, right. Gotcha. However, you will see on TikTok, there are tons of five-second videos that are viral. And yeah, I mean, most of the trends are five seconds long and they're going viral. So because people say to me, oh, okay, so I should just make longer videos. And I'm like, well, not necessarily, because if you can't get people to watch that long, I wouldn't recommend it. Your views are going to be really low. You just need Mm. to know that if you are going to make short videos, you need a high percentage of watch time, like 90%, plus you need a lot of engagement. You need the likes and the comments, the shares and the saves. And all of those short, short videos have a lot of engagement on them. And that's why they're performing well, despite Mm. being so short. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, (laughs) you know, the, the, the job of these platforms is to keep the users on as long as possible. So if you can just know that in everything that you create, how can I create something to keep this user on longer than they mm-hmm. normally wouldn't be or longer than if they're watching someone else's content, you're going to win. Yeah, so you, you have to find like a bit of a, a sweet spot on what works on your account. Mm-hmm. I have seen that different accounts work, you know, different work things work differently on different accounts and it's hard you can't really control it um for example right i i had an account who did really well with these character skits or what i call role play videos these are very popular format on tiktok i didn't see it anywhere else before tiktok existed and that's these videos where one person plays two characters and you can use them to entertain or to educate uh, and they, it's like a little skit. You go back and forth. They're fairly easy to make in the, in the app, but because it's a skit and it's kind of entertaining, again, you can keep people's attention for longer, you know? So mm. that might be something you want to, um, experiment with. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Wave. Has there been anything that we <laughs> haven't covered here that you're like, okay, we've missed this. I just want to quickly talk about it or have we done a fairly good job? Well, we have talked a lot about a lot. Um, you know, one one other thing I want to say about TikTok uh, is that right now as well, there's been a big shift in uh, it's becoming a video search engine. And I think this is really, <coughs> excuse me. It's okay. <coughs> I'm going to start over. <clears throat> So, I do know you've been frozen for me. It won't be frozen when we come back to it, but like your video has been frozen for me for like the last (laughs) 10 minutes. Really? (laughs) Yep. So, I'm like, I'm basically speaking to a photo right now. (laughs) Oh, I hope hope it's been okay once it gets all uploaded. It it will when I, when I, yeah, when I download the video, Um, it'll be all good. It always is. Um, Okay. Sorry. So the last thing I wanted to say is another really big benefit of using TikTok is that uh, it is turning into a video search engine. And this is really important for business owners. They have found that people are searching for specific content on the app. And this is amazing. Not everybody is going scrolling through their for you page to find content. So you really want to think about optimizing your videos for SEO to rank higher in SEO. There's a few different ways that you could do that. I'll just say that there's five data points that TikTok pulls SEO from, and Mm -hmm. that is your caption space, all the text in your caption space, your hashtags, uh, the text in your video, uh, verbally, anything that you're saying, and then your closed captions. So you want to think about using all of those things and optimizing for, you know, one to two keywords that you would like to rank for so that you can get more 
quality views because when someone is searching for specific content like how to do something they are highly likely to follow you and to purchase something from you so really really also important feature that um, is getting bigger and they are expanding on that in 2023 yeah cool um just to do with the captions thing, I kind of tend to say subtitles just because of captions and subtitles kind of get confused between A's. Mm-hmm. You know, Instagram call caption when you're writing it in the... Yes. It's, it's kind of annoying. So just subtitles right for a second so we know what we're talking about. Yes. You know, so you can add subtitles in through the TikTok platform and then you can actually yes. do the, the closed subtitles where you're making it in your own editing app and then you're importing the video into TikTok. Now... Is there a better way out of the two or either are okay on, in, you, in your opinion? I think either are okay, but I mean, if you really want to um, <laughs> really want to optimize as much as possible, I actually like to do all my text in the app. I know a lot of yep. people don't want to do that. It takes more time and energy. I've got some quick hacks on how to do it. Um, my videos are short for one thing, so it doesn't take a lot of time to add text. But um, yep. I use the microphone feature. I don't type anything out. I just listen to the clip, and then I repeat the words through the microphone, and it types it all out for you. Really fast mm-hmm. way to do text. And that's because you get more um, functionality by using the text in app, whereas you can move it around the screen, which I like to do to keep you know the eyes moving, keep the video more dynamic, instead of having subtitles or closed captioning all in just one spot on the screen. Gotcha. All right, Wave, um, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, you've, uh, you've shared so much knowledge here, which has been really great. Um, anyone listening to this where they're like, I love the sound of Wave and I want to check her out and that free, that trend report that you do, I want to get on in that thing. So where can they find you? Yeah. Uh, so, of course, um, I'm on TikTok, Instagram, all of socials uh, with my name at Wave Wild uh, and my website, wavewild.com. Awesome. Thanks, Wave. Really appreciate you coming on. Hey there, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that I release every couple of weeks. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. And you can also find me on Instagram at Luke underscore page.